I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing podcasted on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Top EPA official pushing electric vehicles can't say how much electricity America uses in a year. This is something we've discussed before. I'm going to get back to the newsome stuff. I'm just going to say, this is what happens in a late stage republic. We're in the looting the treasury phase where you hand out critical government positions to people who aren't qualified at all. You just hand them out to your friends so they can dip their fingers in the public pie. Now, the question was about Newsom versus DeSantis. And I already told you my criticism of the DeSantis campaign. So let's get to the Newsom part of it. I am very worried about Gavin Newsom. I'm very worried 
that my theory is correct. Remember, I have a theory. Just a theory. I have no inside information on this. I have a theory. I'm basing it on things that are real. I have a theory that the system wants Joe Biden to go. It's not that the system cares one way or the other about Joe Biden. The system only exists to protect itself. That's the whole point of being a system. That's the whole point of it. When all the elites who run all the institutions figured out that if they just worked together instead of keeping each other in check, if they would just join forces, then they can pillage the treasury and abuse you and abuse me and get more power and money for themselves. But that scam only works if they protect themselves because it is a scam and it is evil. Now, they were happy to roll Joe Biden into the White House, but people were unhappy with him. He's becoming a liability. It's harder for people to buy stabilized braces. Put a pistol on a brace, it turns into a gun. <laughs> Makes it more, you can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. Yeah, he's a problem. Joe Biden is a problem. And I'm going to say something that's probably going to make you mad. But remember, we, we, we have to be adults. You and me, we have to be, you know how mature we are. We have to be adults. We have to deal in reality always, even when it's uncomfortable. Joe Biden's old and was never a good politician anyway. He sucked. They brought him out from the trash heap, Obama did, and then they had to roll him out in the Democrat primary because it looked like Trump was going to stomp all the fruitcakes they were running. It's the only reason he's there. Joe Biden isn't good at this. And now all his corruption and misdeeds are coming to light. Gavin Newsom is really good at this. I'm going to tell you something about Gavin Newsom. Little tidbit I got from my buddy John Phillips. John Phillips, is uh, he's got his own show out in California. (laughs) Funny guy. And we're friends. And he's one of these guys super wired into California politics. So I lean on him a lot because so much of our national politics, Democrat-wise, comes from California. Biggest, most powerful state. It's just inevitable. He told me something about Gavin Newsom that scared me to death. Gavin Newsom only consumes, quote, conservative news outlets. His friend is a Republican. His next door neighbor is a Republican. He will sit and watch news outlets like me. He probably watches me on the first TV. I'm on 9 o'clock Eastern time every night. He probably listens to the Jesse Kelly show or at least has on occasion. That scares me to death. Do you know why? One, as John elaborated to me, Gavin Newsom knows how to speak to, not you. What he says is never going to work on you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not, not concerned with you. But your normie norm neighbor, your Republican neighbor, Gavin Newsom knows as big of a snake and evil piece of crap as he is, he knows how to speak to normie norm in a way that makes him seem very reasonable. He definitely knows how to speak to suburban wine moms and make them make himself seem very palatable, very reasonable. He knows how to speak to the other side and calm down the anger of the other side. You know who else was great at this? He's the greatest I've ever seen. Bill Clinton was amazing at this. So charming. So charming. Oh, he's a, Bill Clinton was a piece of trash. He, know, he knew how to speak to Republicans in ways that may not make them fall in love with him, but made them 
don't not hate him too bad. Obama was pretty good at this too. Remember, Obama was really one of the first America-hating presidents. Genuinely hated the country. Hates the country. His wife hates it even more than he does. But Barack Obama, when he campaigned, if you listen to him campaign, he sounds very reasonable. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was at the, I think it was the convention, the Democrat convention in Denver, if I remember right. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right about this. And I remember watching Obama give a speech. And Obama is the most pro-abortion president we've ever had. Remember when he was part of the Illinois state legislature, he voted to allow, allow babies to die if, the, if they were born alive. That's how extreme he was on the issue. Barack Obama, he gave a line at that convention, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me, but it was, we may disagree on abortion, but I think we all, I think we all agree that we want fewer abortions, right? And nobody hates Obama more than me. I don't care how much you hate Obama, you don't hate him as much as I do. I found myself sitting there going, and that's true, right? We all do. We all kind of, right? That's Gavin Newsom. And the second part of that that scares me about Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, unlike all these other Democrats, all these Democrats, all they do is watch CNN and MSNBC, and they, they read the Washington Post and all these other garbage rags, the New York Times. Gavin Newsom spends his time not getting reinforcement for the things he already believes. He spends his time scouting his enemy, learning his enemy. That's very smart. That's very ambitious. That level of commitment concerns me. If my theory turns out to be correct, and I, I pray to God I'm wrong, and I certainly could be, and over the next two, three months, it would because it would have to come in that time frame to give Newsom, Newsom enough time, over the next two, three months, maybe four months, Joe Biden says, I'm not running again. Uh, health problems. Of course, it'll be something like that. He would never resign in disgrace. I'm sorry. I love the country. I, I know you really want me to, but I just can't do it. Uh, my heart's bothering me. Something like that. And Gavin Newsom gets going. I'm very concerned. And, and this is where, because everyone's in love with the primary guy, this is where the Trump or DeSantis people will start saying, well, my guy's better off taking on Newsom. I'm here to tell you both. Team Trump and Team DeSantis, I'm very worried about either of them taking on Newsom. I'm not saying they can't beat him. I'm not saying I like him. Obviously, I hate him. I'll crawl over broken glass to vote for Trump or DeSantis in a general against Newsom. But I'm saying we have to be aware this is a human being that we should be concerned about a lot. So ever since I heard that from John Phillips, that he only consumes conservative news so he can learn how to talk to us, that made me worried. You think Joe Biden has ever turned in, tuned into the first and watched my show? Never. It would never even occur to him. Any of the little communists around Joe Biden, do you think they listen to the Jesse Kelly show at night so they can learn how to talk to anti-communists like you? No. They consume the most far-left, radical communist filth that only reinforces the things they believe. Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom is smarter than that. Think about that. All right? All right. Now, let's move on to some other Ask Dr. Jesse questions, but I want to do something really quickly before we do that. <sighs> Kids, let's talk about protecting children. 
you know that's something that will be a theme now and forever on this show because I believe we who are strong are commanded to protect women and children. We are. And the more I learn about the human trafficking industry in this country, I'm very sad to say it is an industry, the more it enrages me and breaks my heart. I will sit here and speak for the Acervo Project as loudly as I can, and I want every child out there to hear me. If you're being trafficked or think you're being trafficked, or if you think you know somebody who's being trafficked, Reach out to a servo. I don't care how embarrassed you are or ashamed you are or whatever the case may be. They've heard it all. They've seen it all. They are here to help you and get you out. A-S-S-E-R-V-O. Reach out. They have a tip line. You can get them through the website. Reach out. Theaservoproject.org. You are not stuck. There is someone here to help you, to protect you. And if you can, I'm asking you to give $14 a month to the Acervo Project. They track down these predators. They track them down and they send them to a dark cage where they belong for a very long time. That's what your $14 supports. Saving these kids and taking these, I can't say that, taking these people away forever. Theacervoproject.org. 14 bucks a month, all right? All right. Dear tall, handsome, community college genius, you keep berating us fellow conservatives for our poor participation rates in elections. I've been voting since 1976, wanted to share my voting experiences. She basically says every candidate I vote for loses. I vote in local elections and I lose. I get involved in primaries and my candidates lose. I will continue voting until I die, but I am becoming disheartened. Your thoughts dishearten. Every candidate she votes for loses. Okay? Let's talk about that. You getting disheartened? Hang on. Jesse Kelly returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get back to this question. The lady writes in and she says she's always voting. Every primary, every local election, she's always voting and her candidates always lose and she's getting disheartened. I don't know then what I'm about to say is going to make you feel better or it's going to make you feel worse because I don't have a, a heart and I oftentimes say things that I think will make people feel better and then I find out from the wife or Chris or somebody that was actually really rude. Like when that sub blew up and I said it was great news because they didn't suffocate. Everyone said, what? That's They're dead. How's that great news? I guess I just saw it differently. You are disheartened. Because all the candidates you vote for lose. Local elections, primary elections. Let me tell you something. That has been my entire life too. In fact, I'm thinking, I don't remember a time when my local candidate won. And I don't remember a time when my preferred primary candidate won. I think the only time I voted for a primary candidate who won was me. (laughs) Seriously. Okay. So you're disheartened. You shouldn't be. And here's why. You're right. And there's something to be said for that. Do you, do you as an anti-communist, do you have a desire to be popular? Or do you want to be right? 
The things you want are right and good. And if the whole world, me, everybody, if the whole world turns against you and tells you that the things that you know are right are now wrong, you should change your ways and you suck, you should still not waver and you should still keep going because you're right. If they bury me one day, 40 years from now, who, who, who are we kidding, 20 or 30 years from now, and they bury me in the ground, and they say, man, every, everyone Jesse supported, everyone Je- every, every issue Jesse wanted lost, every, every candidate he voted for lost, Jesse, Jesse just lost forever. I won't take that as a bad thing as I look down from the afterlife. I don't have any desire to be popular. I want the things I want because the things I want, I believe in my heart are right. And therefore, we keep going because of that. And do keep this in mind. I don't know how old you are. You said you've been voting since 1976. I don't know what your family situation is, but I try to do the right thing. Obviously, I fail all the time. I try to believe in the right things and push the right things and do the right things because my sons are watching me. And when they grow old, old. In fact, now I don't want them to do what's popular. I want them to do what's right. My kid came home from school uh, a couple months ago and all the kids in school, well, not all the kids, the boys, bunch of the cool popular boys in school of which my son is one. They had taken to trashing the bathroom in school, throwing toilet paper all over the floor, that kind of stuff, just stupid kid stuff. And my son did not participate. They busted the other kids, busted them. My son didn't get busted. And we sat down and we talked about it. And he said, well, dad, someone has to clean that up is why I didn't do it. I thought, I just thought it would be really selfish because the janitor is going to have to go in and clean that up. It wasn't because he was scared of getting in trouble. He thought that was a dirt ball, selfish thing to do. That made me so proud. That made me prouder than his grades that he saw what was popular, and instead did what was right. I don't know if that helped you at all, but that's what keeps me going. Jesse, your book arrived Monday, and I'm so grateful I ordered it. Do you feel we can have an election that is not robbed? Many of us are suffering now because of the last robbery. His name is Ron. I don't know, Ron. I know this. Here's what I know. I know that our local elections are not robbed. Well, unless you live in Chicago. Seriously, our local elections are not robbed. We can't take these local elections, these school board elections that we don't participate in and claim that we don't have them because of election cheating. That's a lazy, cheap cop-out. So those aren't robbed. Our primary elections will not be robbed for your next state legislature, Congress, state senator, U.S. senator. Shoot, the presidential primary. There's not going to be cheating and ballot harvesting stuff in the presidential primary. It's not going to be robbed. People ask why I don't talk about the primary more of Trump and DeSantis. Well, one, it's kind of boring. And two, I'll be honest with you. I'm not stressing it. Why? Because how often do I point to a Democrat city? We just did it with Dallas yesterday, but I do it with New York, San Francisco all the time. And there'll be some horrible headline about the crime and businesses leaving. And I say, good. Fine, I'm happy. It's good. Why? 
because that's how the people in those places want to live. They go vote that way every time. They go vote they go vote straight Democrat every time, and every time their city continues to get worse, and they keep voting Democrats, so that's clearly what they want. I don't stress out about the Republican primary because we are going to get the nominee we deserve. The GOP primary voters will show up, and they will select the nominee. They will. And whoever that nominee is, whether it's your guy or the guy you hate, it doesn't matter. It's going to be the nominee the GOP deserves. Now, maybe it does. it's not what you individually deserve, but that's how I look at things. Now, as far as the presidential election goes, what do you want me to tell you? I've been screaming for two years now for the RNC to get involved in ballot harvesting, legal ballot harvesting, wherever it's legal. I've been screaming for national organizations. I was screaming for both candidates, Trump and DeSantis, to get involved in the Daniel Kelly primary in the Wisconsin Supreme Court because of what that meant. Crickets. What do you want me to tell you? National election? I'm worried. Bottom line, I'm worried. All right. We have more. A lot more. Let's talk about food. No, not the Star Crunch I just ate or the Slim Jim I ate before the Star Crunch or the cheese balls I ate before the Slim Jim but before the Star Crunch. Nice little healthy snack here in the office. I want to talk about emergency food. It's necessary. It's not just, you know, World War III would be a reason that you'd need emergency food. You realize how unstable our power grid now is, right? Because of all the climate change nutters. You know, if your power grid goes down for a day, two days, there's no more grocery store. Gone. Or all the food in it's gone. You know that, right? Even the backup gens don't last forever. No matter what. You need an emergency food kit of some kind. Now, I've always told you three months, and ideally, that's what you need is three months. But my Patriot Supply understands everybody cannot afford three months. That's why every now and then, not often, but every now and then, they run specials on four-week food kits. And right now, it's one of those specials. Get a four-week food kit for everyone who lives in your home. To get the special, you have to go to preparewithjessikelly.com. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Make sure you're ready. All right? More in a second. The Jesse Kelly Show. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. So there's a journalist out there named James Rosen. And he sat in front of John Kirby. We'll get back to the questions here in a few. And obviously everyone knows about this Hunter Biden text message that we're all reading where he's essentially threatening some guy. And I want you to listen to something. This is James Rosen. It's a minute and 30 seconds. I'm not going to interrupt. It's him reading the text in its entirety. And then I want you to listen to John Kirby's response. Go, Chris. Documents their authenticity nowhere challenged. Uh, that included a July 2017 WhatsApp message sent by Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao, a Chinese Communist Party official, which stated in its entirety, and I quote, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father, unquote. So just a couple of questions about this. First, does this not undermine uh, the president's claim during the 2020 campaign and the reaffirmations of that claim by his two press secretaries since then, 
that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with him? No, and I'm not going to comment further on this. We're good. We're good. I'm not. James, James, let me just let me save you some. Let me save. Let me say. Let me save you some breath. If you're going to ask about this, I am not addressing. I don't. I know you do more than I'd like you to have. I am not going to address this issue from this podium. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Okay. Just flat out walked away. I'm not going to address it, and walked away. This is becoming a major issue for the Biden campaign. And I have a little piggyback theory on top of my other theory. We'll get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions in a minute. You remember, I have that theory they're going to bounce Joe and bring in Newsom. I have a suspicion. Just a suspicion, that's all. But I have a suspicion. You know how we have all these whistleblowers coming forward now? And... These whistleblowers are heroes. They really are, especially the FBI whistleblowers. I consider them all to be heroes. I have become friends with many of them. I back these guys 100%. So I am whistleblower. I am the whistleblower champion. I, I, I love them. I love them. I have a suspicion about something. I suspect that not every one of these whistleblowers is actually a hero or a Republican or anything like that. I suspect some of these whistleblowers are actually communist activists put there by the system to oust Joe Biden. That's what I suspect. Now, it's just a suspicion, and we're never going to get any confirmation on that at all, but that's what I suspect. If the system wants him gone... They sure are doing a pretty daggone good job of it, are they not? We now have whistleblowers coming out, even IRS whistleblowers saying, ah, look at this, look at that. I bet you not all these are Republicans. I bet you some of these are Democrats. Jesse, why don't we pass a law that says every elected official has to have their income audited every year? In fact, why not all the bureaucrats too? Don't you get sick of these people going to Washington and getting rich? One, Yes, you're right. I support that all the way. Two, they would never pass that law because they're all a bunch of crooks. Three, I, again, it's something we've been touching on recently, but I want to bring it up again. Michael, actually, producer Michael texted me, I think it was yesterday, the day before, and asked me if I supported drug testing for members of Congress. Oh, my gosh, yes. Every couple weeks. Oh, but that violates their, their privacy. No, 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 no. You want to go do drugs? You want to go whatever? I'm not judging you. You do whatever you want with your body. You do it on your own time. You have critical issues at hand. You are making decisions that affect a nation of 330 million people. I want them audited. I want them drug tested. Essentially, I want life of, quote, public service. I want life of public service to be a burden and a stress. Someplace you don't want to be for very long. I'm tired of having people in office like this. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the the governor and the the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast as well, too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. And then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel 
uh, kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation uh, bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the America getting rebuilt. That human being should never be a United States senator. This person should not be president. He shouldn't be whatever the voters want. He should not be allowed to be president. Made it harder for people to buy stabilized braces. Put a pistol on a brace; it turns into a gun. Makes it more. You can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. Not only do I want them drug tested, not only do I want them audited. It should be a requirement. Any medications they're on are made public. All medications are made public. That goes for Joe Biden's dementia medication. That goes for Eric Swalwell's uh, special shampoo for the crabs he got from the Chinese spy. That goes for all of them. I want all your medications made public. Can you imagine how much penicillin Kamala Harris is on? I want every single medication made public. Pink Flower, I've taken a stand against all these companies that go against my values. My family, who has not changed where they shop at at all, tells me I'm not actually serious because I'll stream movies and shows with commie actors. Am I wrong for watching these shows? One, let's address something. Your family is telling you that you're not serious because your family feels guilty that they won't lift a finger to do anything. That's why they're telling you. I don't have to improve anything because you're not perfect is the ultimate argument of a person who feels guilt. I'm not going to... I'm, I'm, I'm not going to quit drinking a, a fifth of whiskey every single day. You just had a beer last week. The ultimate guilty conscience argument. That's one. Two. Am I wrong for watching these shows, you ask? Man, we talk about putting our money where our morals are. You, me, all of us. And we want to do that. And we want to feel better about that. But... Don't be too hard on yourself, man. We can make improvements. We can get better little by little. But I've got news for you. When you're surrounded culturally on all sides by despicable filth, when you're surrounded by that on all sides, you're inevitably going to do things that support people who are awful, things that are awful. Uh, now, I'm not telling you don't cancel Netflix. You know, don't cancel. We cancel Disney Plus. But I know we probably still have some streaming subscriptions of some kind that are not good. If you have any kind of television that pipes into your home, you're probably supporting rancid filth of some kind. Is there, fellas, is there any kind of streaming service you can get that you're not supporting crap, right? So, Look, maybe you can say, well, just don't ever watch TV. And that probably is the right solution. We certainly don't watch very much in my house. Some people some people watch more TV. Don't beat yourself up. If you're making improvements, you're doing fine. Just keep making improvements, all right? Keep going, one step at a time. Speaking of improvements, when you just start shooting, maybe you're a beginner, you feel like a fish out of water. And oftentimes for new shooters, I forget this, the weapon can feel scary. You only get comfortable around weapons the more you shoot them, the more you're around them. I want Experienced shooters already know about Mantis X. I want, to, I want to encourage you new shooters out there. Get a Mantis X system. It's like having a coach inside of your home 
Only nobody at the range looking at you. You don't feel any eyes of judgment. It's just you dry fire practicing with your weapon. Then the next time you show up at the range, you'll be amazed how much more comfortable and confident you are. Go to mantisx.com and get one today. All right? Mantisx.com. This is how the pros practice. This is how beginners practice. You don't have to be a Navy SEAL right off the bat. Practice in your home with nobody looking. All right? Mantisx.com. We'll be back. Jesse Kelly returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show, and then it's off for a weekend of really crazy celebrity stuff I'm doing this weekend. Chris, you wouldn't understand. It's a world-famous author thing. What are we doing this weekend? Nothing, actually, nothing. I think we're going to go to Top Golf. That'll be fun. Have you ever been to a Top Golf? Chris probably wouldn't spend the money. Michael, have you been to a Top Golf? Yeah, let's see. Chris, you have to spend money to go to this place so you would never go, but it's a place where you, it's like a driving range where you go and you hit golf. Oh, you have never been. Oh, who paid? Who paid? Did Someone else, not you. I know that much. I've seen the food prices there. Who paid, Chris? Oh, don't laugh. Who was it? It wasn't you, was it? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> anyway, I think we're going to go to Top Golf. Maybe a little church on Sunday. Tonight, I'm making the world-famous Jesse Kelly cheeseburgers. Other than that, not much of a weekend. All right, we have, we have to get to all the Ask Dr. Jesse questions I did not get to, and I'm going to try to churn and burn through all of these. I want to do something important before we try to motor through them. Let's save a baby. This weekend, let's go into the weekend having saved a life. You save a life every single time. You give $28 to preborn. That is not some little clump of cells, as you know. That is a God-breathed life that a young woman and a piece of trash doctor, they're about to join forces and snuff that baby's life out. But almost always, that young woman doesn't know. She's confused. She's scared. She's being pressured by her parents, by her boyfriend. She thinks it's a clump of cells because that's what this evil system has told her. Preborn shows her otherwise by simply giving her a free ultrasound. That's it. That's all it takes. When they hear it, it's actually not even seeing. When they hear that heartbeat, there's a connection there. She goes from a scared young lady with a clump of cells inside of her to a mother with a baby to protect. And then Preborn doesn't leave her. It's not right back out on the street with you. Preborn protects her, provides for her, and they only do this with you, with your money. 28 bucks buys that ultrasound for that young lady. 140 buys five of them. Go to preborn.com slash Jesse. Those of you who've signed up to do this every month, freaking bless me. I, you email in and you say it blessed you, man. You bless me. You bless these women, these kids. They're going to be alive because of you. Preborn.com slash Jesse. All right? Sponsored by Preborn. And now. Here's a headline. Go, you know the. You know. Sorry, I have to get to this story real quick before I get to emails. I'll be right back. Shut up, Chris. I was kicked out of the gym for staring at a woman working out, but I'm blind. The guy says, one, that's kind of hilarious that that story happened. Two, I just want to say, I realize this is now a thing. This is a thing where they're going to judge guys for who look at women in the gym. This is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Everyone has seen how these women dress at the gym. Me and my sons were at the gym the other day, 
and there was a young lady in there, and I don't even know how this is legal. I sound like such a grandpa now. She had nothing but these tiny little shorts on and a sports bra. And that was it. It was nothing else. She was practically naked. Everyone knows why she was dressed like that. Please sell that somewhere else. And now, here's a headline. By the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Emails we didn't get to. My HOA didn't approve me getting a new teal door. I love your idea about getting involved locally, and I'm thinking about joining the HOA committee now. Is this enough? Maybe a starter kit to move into school boards and other things? What say you? Says I can say his name, and if at all possible, say his daughter's name, who's 11 years old and loves to listen to the show with me, and is patent, patent, or patiently, and that's a big, look, we authors sometimes use words interchangeably, waiting for me to finish the anti-communist manifesto so I can read it. His name is Louis. Her name is Adriana. That's a beautiful name, Adriana. Not Louis, but Adriana. I'm kidding. Louis's just fine. Uh, yes, running for HOA. Of course. We take back our communities first. We take back our communities first. If that means taking back your, back your HOA first, then so be it. That's it. Look, school board, HOA, you may think that's starting small. Those are the most important races. One, two, those are going to get nasty too. I'm not worried about you, anti-communist. I know you're ready for it, but they're going to get nasty. Hello, oh wise one. If a Republican took office in 2024, they decided they wanted to move the national capital to, say, Texas or Florida, could they legally do it? Would this have any impact on the communist grip on our nation's capital? Uh, they could not probably be able to pull it off legally. They would have everybody from Congress, Republicans, Democrats, courts, throwing everything in their way to make sure they couldn't. But yes, it would do a tremendous amount to saving this country. This federal government should be broken up and dispersed across the nation. That's a fact. That's a fact. Dear historical oracle, I heard your comments about Colin Kaepernick being a communist. This is a lot more seri serious than tranny on a beer can. What should his ex-fans do? Light his jersey on fire on YouTube? Refuse to watch him? Look, football was difficult and has been really impossible for most people to get over, to get past. They boycotted the NFL for 15 minutes. And I understand that. It's part of people's lives. I gave it up and I missed it. So what should you do? Well, you definitely shouldn't support anything Colin Kaepernick does. And don't buy Nike either. Nike is a huge supporter of Kaepernick. Buy anything else. There's all kinds of great athletic gear out there. You don't need Nike. Dear world-famous author, I have a question I'll bet many are wondering about. I know this Miami case looks bad for Trump, but is there any way the Supreme Court can intervene on frivolous charges like New York and Atlanta? Thanks for all you do. West Virginia Bob is his name. Uh, no, the Supreme Court cannot step in, and even if they could, they will not step in. There's no, there's no Supreme Court that's going to step in on Trump's behalf, sadly. Snacks are, do you go with mustard on hot dogs like an American or something else? Mustard and ketchup on a hot dog, just like God intended. I prefer it also with chopped onions. And they have a jalapeno mustard down here where they have chopped up jalapenos in it, like a jalapeno mustard relish it is. It's fantastic. Now, none of those things compare to the red onion sauce you can get on a sidewalk hot dog. They call them dirt water dogs in my beloved New York City. 
Oh, Chris, they're so good. I've got to get you boys up to New York City so you can have one. I bet they have kosher ones. There's all kinds of Jews in New York City. I bet they have kosher ones. They do. They do. I uh, I don't think the normal Nathan's ones are or the Sabre ones, but the, we'll get you to a Jewish deli and get you a real hot dog. Trust me. Dear Dr. Jesse, what is the midlife crisis car you bought? You've talked about it plenty of times, but I've never heard you mention the details. Make, model, year, and color would be nice. I'm not allowed to give out the make, model, year, and color of my midlife crisis car because what, Chris? Once I trade it in, which will be probably this year, probably uh, next six months or so, I will tell you all about it. I'm not allowed to tell you what it is because communists want to kill me and they'll track it down and stuff like that. So I'm not allowed to do it. Now, I will say some people on the book tour may or may not have found out about the car. And I have made a commitment, and I stand by my commitment, that anyone who goes, who's going on the Israel trip next month, I'll, I'll tell all of them. Other than that, it's got to remain quiet for now. Look, this is my only midlife crisis car. It's right back to a pickup truck after that. So I'm treasuring every minute with it, and then it's got to go. All right? You keep your chin up and enjoy your weekend. Put your phone down. All right? That's all. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.